Oh, wait. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh. This is new studio, man. Not recording? It, was, it wasn't an audition. I guess everything has to be an audition in order for it to record. All right. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacast. The Megacast. <laughs> We just got to get right into it, Ted. Oh, yeah, man. It's got to be a quick one today. Yeah. I had a long meeting. Ted's got a show to do. Yeah, something like that. We have priorities outside of the megacast. <laughs> Although I am very happy to say we are coming to you in the brand new megacast studios. Brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people think these studios are for uh, other shows or other stations. No, this is the Megacast Studio. This has now been deemed the Megacast Studio, so this is I actually feel better about it. I like the fact that I can make eye contact with you, still see the audio that we want to play. Everything feels a little bit more normal. It's a little tighter and cozier, but that's okay. It is tight. Yeah. And this is, uh, uh, so apparently this is where you started when you it first is. came to Seattle, so it's almost like you're coming back home. Yeah. Yeah, you were still working, what, a K-Rock? I was working at K-Rock, I think, when you guys... Because I, I remember I would listen to you guys to the men's room when you guys were on at night on The Buzz. Yeah, after Lycus. Right. Right, so The Buzz was in here, and then this was our production studio. Uh-huh. And then, like, if you listen to The Men's Room now and you hear that sound of, like, somebody chugging a beer, uh-huh. that's Ben in this studio chugging that beer. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, and then after they moved us to KSW, this was the Wolf Studios for a while, and now it, they, they've moved... Um, uh, uh, Hot 103.7 over here. Right. So we went to the, we were using Hot's production room down the other end of the hall, but since they moved them over here, we moved as well. The Megacast is now in here. Yeah. And it's a good view. I know. We got a view. That's you can see nice, outside. Which is better than the other studio that we were in. Yeah. Or the last two studios. We finally said, hey, the Megacast needs a view. You got you to gotta hook us up. Yeah. And luckily, Fitz and, and Tanch and Deanna, everybody said, okay, you know what? The Megacast needs a better studio. We'll switch everything. Thanks, now, Fitz. Now we got to talk to Fitz and Deanna and Tanch and all the other crew about getting new microphone, like these little microphone, I don't know what, the mic condoms, like the little puffy things, like the windscreens. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I call them a nipple. This thing looks like it's been on here since the studio was built. Well, here's the deal. It's nasty. Like, most of them just are on one side, Yeah, and they kind of come off, whereas these in here like take up the entire microphone. You know, I never looked inside. I always thought the microphone underneath this thing was beefy, but when you look at it... No, it's the same mic, right? No, it's a different mic. Look at that thing. Huh. I'll, wow. take, a, I'll take a picture of it. We'll put it up on the Twitter page, at the Megacast. Don't break it, Steve. Yeah, that's all. Hey, the Megacast went in there and broke the studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need to get like, our, our, our logo put up there. It's a red wall in here. You think they'd be okay with that? Probably not, but we should do it anyhow. Yes! Yeah. If anyone can make a, a megacast sign that we can hang, we could always like how hockey teams in beer league they have like their team logo and they stick it to the wall of the locker room that they're going to be on, just so that the team knows which locker room they're in. Yeah. What, we could have one and we could just bring it in and out every time we do the show. And I think that's almost like metal. Maybe we just need a magnet. Can somebody make a megacast magnet? Yeah. You uh. can put it on your car too. Yes. Whenever you and I are driving together, we'll put it on. Oh, the car. We gotta slap it on there. <laughs> 
We gotta let people know. It's the Megacast vehicle. The Megacast is here. It's the Mega Jeep. All right, why don't we get into things how we're supposed to do it? That's uh, getting our our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning. All right, Ted. This time we're gonna get ten in honor of the passing of Scott Weiland. All right. Whoa! Oh, it's oh. coming in hot. It's coming in hot. Super hot. Sorry Woo. about that, Mega Family. Woo! Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get ten pitch ups. That's how we start the Mega Cast. Here we go. Poor Ted, though, right now is suffering from a leg injury. Yeah, I gotta do those on one leg. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does not feel awesome. Are you doing okay? Yeah, man. I'll make it. It's just one of those things that sucks. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I was like, do I go on my knees and just do the bitch push ups? Then I was like, no, I'll still try to do them. Now you just went ex- ex- extra masculine. Yeah, right. Although I've been doing push ups now. I, you're going to kill me for this, but whatever. All right. Sometimes I'm trying to mix it up in my house. Like I'll do the DDP yoga, but I'm also trying to do some other like workouts, and I don't have a gym membership anymore, so I just do it at home. All right. So I've been doing, um, there's a group called the Tone It Up Girls. And they the do, tone it up, girls. Yeah. Oh, they are so hot. I bet they are. They are smoking hot. They're toning it up. And and all their workouts are like beach body workouts. Huh. Are they good workouts? Dude, I've never sweat so much. No, no kidding. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's fun because I'm working out and I'm staring at two smoke shows. So it's kind of motivating me to keep doing the workout. All right, just two of them, huh? And every once in a while, they just decide to just slow, like, it's Carlina and Katrina or something like that, I think their names are. And every once in a while, they just like to break down into like a little dance, and they just kind of shake their hips. Do you do the dance, or do you just watch? I drink water and watch. All right, I like that. <laughs> That's how I would probably do the whole workout. Yeah, it's awesome. With my pants around my ankles. <laughs> Ted Talks, starring B. Tech Smith. Uh, you know, this one's pretty simple. Panic. Freak out. Oh, Christmas is around the corner. You better buy those gifts, man. And, like, if you're a parent, I'm sure you're on it. But the other single guys out there, like, Amazon, the days are counting down. Yeah. Get on there. Find out what they want. Get them those gifts. Have you gotten all the gifts that you need Obviously to get? Obviously not, Steve. <laughs> Thus, you hear the tone of my voice. This TED Talk is really for TED. And it works for Steve, too. Right. I've gotten one gift for my wife. I got her, I can tell you, she doesn't listen to this podcast. I got her some of those uh, Beats wireless headphones. Nice. Uh, ones that are like gray and pink. She, you know, she likes that pink. Yeah. And uh, she's been talking about getting those. She almost bought them on Black Friday because they were like 50 bucks off, but she didn't wind up doing it. So I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll go buy them. All right. But I still got other gifts I need to get her. But I'm panicking, like you're saying, because I don't know what to get her. Usually we'll go shopping together and I'll like write down the things that I think would be cool. And then I'll go back to like Nordstrom's or wherever and buy them, or I'll take a picture. Well, my plan kind of got thwarted. If you listen to last week's episode of the Megacast, when I had a little bit of a baby meltdown, and oh I'm yeah, thus not getting to see what she was digging. So now I'm 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 out there with no direction, and I'm freaking the f out because the only thing I know that she wants, what she's mentioned, is a two thousand dollar purse. Oi, oi, your my sentiments <sighs> exactly. I can't afford a two thousand dollar purse. What is with the purses? I don't understand. Why is this purse like? I don't get why purses are five hundred dollars, but why is this purse even more awesome that it's it's two thousand dollars? I I mean nothing against your wife, but it, it can't be anything more than to show off 
and other women like, look what you don't have, and I do. It's all it is. I mean, that's all it can be. It's cred. Yeah, it's like a, it's like getting a fancy car. You know, all cars do the same thing. Right. Well, that's not even a good analogy because some cars go fast. Like this person. I mean, I think about it like shoes, right? Yeah. But. Right, when you're wearing $2,000 pair of uh, Yeezys or something, like you're making a point that like I'm a baller, I can afford these shoes you could never get. Did you hear about that kid that was trying to get the free Yeezys from uh, from Kanye? No. Oh, it's funny. Uh, so, you know, they had a new kid, his name, and I'm, I'm not going to talk a lot of Kim Kardashian, Kanye crap, but they had a kid and they named it Saint. Well, this, All right. This back in June, June 22nd, 2015, a kid tweeted out there, his name's Sick Boy, and he's at Kill Rudy. He writes, watch Kanye name his kid Saint or some stupid S. All right. And now that's blowing up. People are retweeting it like, ins- like insanity. Like, like hundreds of thousands of people are like, this kid called it. He named the kid. Like he knew what, the, you know, and the kid's like, I didn't really know what his name was. So now name. the kid thinks he should get free Yeezys? He says, hey, Kanye, my, si- my, my shoe size is size nine and a half. If you want, hook me up. I, mean, I feel like that's a fair shout. He might as well do it's it. It's not like it's any skin off Kanye's back to give away one pair of his shoes. And what did it cost to make that shoe? Oh, you don't want to know. Trust me, you don't want to know. I'll tell you what it costs, Steve. It costs some child a childhood as it's a damn slave. And that's why I'm not getting my wife the purse, because it's the same thing applies. Yeah. And I don't understand. Why does a 2000... It's not going to carry her makeup more... Like, it's not going to carry the makeup better than the $500 purse or the $100 purse or the $25 purse. You're right. It's all status. Yeah, the only thing about the purses that's always got me, like, if you want to spend your money on something that ridiculous, go ahead. Right. But I just, I don't know. I've always, like, I knew a girl that was, like, she would always go brag about how her purses were real. And it's like, right, but you live at home with your parents. You're almost 30. Yeah. Like, you're in a massive credit card debt. Like, I don't understand. Like, is it that worth it to you? For the ladies, apparently so. I know not all. You ladies, can't buy it, Steve. I can't. You no, can't. but I'm panicking. I don't know what else to get. That's on the list. Le- that's not. You could you could buy a nice necklace. I bet for four hundred dollars. You know, that's a good point. I could do that. She wouldn't. Not a pearl necklace. No, that'd be free. Hey, babe, got you something. It's got to come upstairs. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Good luck with that one, champ. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Do you like it? Santa brought it for you. Special. His elves made it just now. You got elves in there? (laughs) All right, why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, man. Uh, When we get back, um, I got to play this audio for you. Myself, our buddies J-Mac and Munson, we all went, and and, a bunch of other guys, a bunch of the donkeys, we all went, like Casey and Q-Ray and the whole crew, Ross. um, We all went, Heaney. Uh, we all went to the Thunderbirds game when the Stanley Cup was in town. Nice. So everybody had an opportunity to get a picture with it. Well, the night ended with us not watching the end of the game because, well, one of the members of our team was escorted out of the arena. Did you all get booted out? And Well, actually, two members of the team were kicked out for two different reasons. All right. Well, And we all left in solidarity when one of them got kicked out because the reason why he got kicked out was epic. All right. All right. I'm in. All right. When we get back, we'll talk about that. Don't be down. Tech and Steve will return. The Metacast will be back.
It's the hottest gift this holiday season. The Swagway, the hoverboard, no matter what you call it, it's this year's coolest present. They don't really hover, but they can still kill you. And the prices, three, four, even $800. So now there's something safer, better, and cheaper for getting around work, campus, the mall, or wherever. It's called Your Feet. That's right. Your Feet will carry you just as fast as or faster than a Swagway. Depending on how quickly you walk or run, you can take your feet anywhere. And best of all, they're virtually theft-proof. Can't say that about a Swagway. And when you add an optional accessory like shoes, they can be very comfortable. But be careful, you might just get something called exercise with your feet. So why waste money on a Swagway? This holiday season, ask for feet, unless you already have a pair. You are listening to the Tech Smith and Steve Mix. The Mega Cast is back. Scott Weiland, uh, when he did his first solo record, 12 Bar Blues. All right. It's a little bit different. I will say, I saw Velvet Revolver once years ago when he was the head guy. We've both seen him. Did you see him at the Showbox? Yeah. Yeah. And then, right. And then we saw him at the Gorge, too. Yeah. The Gorge show was good, but when we saw him at the Showbox, I'll be the first to admit, like, that guy is awesome as a front man. When when Scott Weiland was on, I mean, I've been, hell, one of my first dates... It's a sore subject for Ted because I gave him a shout out up on stage in front of like tens of thousands of people at Bumbershoot. It was one of my first interviews with Sid, and we went to Bumbershoot to see Stone Temple Pilots and watch the show from the side of the stage. Yeah. And I gave Ted a shout out, but he left before he heard the shout out. Yeah. Yeah. The girl I was with was like, We, I want to go, blah, blah, blah. Oh. I was like, All right, all right. She was hot, though, in my defense. <laughs> That's all I got, Steve. Did you get laid at least? That night? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's worth it. Yeah, but it's still, I was like, I was like, oh, Steve won't notice I snuck out. And then he's like, did you hear the shout out? And then I had to be like, nope, nope, I left. All right. I'm a, I'm I'm a on, bad fan, number one, bad friend, number two. I'm on stage. Hey, I want to say what's up to my brother, the Ted Smith. Hey, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm expecting I'm going to see him in a sea of a sold out memorial stadium of people waiting to see Stone Temple Pilots. The other good one I had was... uh. I went to see uh, uh, from the old Almost Live. He doesn't he doesn't do the two hundred six anymore. Uh, Keister, Keister. Mm-hmm. So we had Keister on the show, John Keister, and then we're gonna go see his comedy show that night. And I'm in the far back because I I had to do something. I don't know. I was I think I was playing basketball or something. So I show up late. Yeah. And then he's like, "Is Ted here?" <clears throat> like Ted said he was coming. And Steve, I don't know why, but all I get out is like, ah, which is this high pitch, like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> like Brock Lesnar. Ah! Yeah. And people were just staring at me. The worst for me, I've rarely ever had anyone be like, hey, is Steve here? One time it happened, Mitch Hedberg at Giggles Comedy Club. All right. Oddly enough, it's, it's like, uh, I know at the end played uh, the uh, Stone Temple Pilots Acoustic End Session when they did one for the number four record. Uh, we were that was a live end session when I was doing mornings. So we did right. it live on the air with Scott Weiland and Dean DeLeo, and they performed live, and it was really cool. And I brought as my guest for that end session Mitch Hedberg, which was nice. kind of like it's kind of a fun little 
you know, I mean, it's a cool little tidbit of information. Well, Mitch and I were kind of buddies, so I would always go see him at Giggles. And uh, for those that don't know Mitch Hedberg, do yourself a favor and go look him up online. Watch some of his comedy specials. Guy was one of the funniest dudes out there. Just a weird way of thinking. Yeah. Total stoner humor. Quick one-liners. Very funny. So one time, I didn't go see him. I was going to go see him the next night. Because he would do like a bunch of shows at Giggles, and I would go to like two or three of the shows that weekend. Yeah, they always do like four or five shows a weekend. Absolutely. So I would go to see probably half of them. Because it was always fun to see him, and it was not often I would get to see him, so it was kind of fun to, to BS with him. Well, one night, he's like doing his thing, and he's like, is Steve here? And everyone's like, I don't know. He's like, eh. and then I finally, I was there for this one, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, Mitch, and he's like, Steve, from the radio? And I'm like, yeah, Mitch. Cool. Because I asked for you last time, and you weren't here. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, 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 he turned on you. Yeah. And everyone starts laughing, like, you know how weird it is to ask for somebody, you think they're going to be here, and they're not. <laughs> like, oh, Mitch, I'm sorry. I came tonight, though. <laughs> it is awkward, too. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want, like, I, I remember you when you're like, man, I didn't hear it. I'm like, it's fine. I I know what that feels like. Yeah. It's the worst. Especially in a giant crowd like that. Right. And it's like, you can't be like, oh, yeah, man, I was there. All right, well, what did you hear? Did you hear what I said? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, this guy next to me was talking my ear off. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's only it was only Stone Temple Pilots doing a few shows where they could stick it together. Yeah, that was one of the ones where he showed up super late. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we've been playing a lot of Stone Temple Pilots themed music, whether it be Velvet Revolver, you'll hear in the, the little breaks, or uh, um, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, all that kind of stuff. But we might talk more about Stone Temple Pilots in the we next might. break. But I want to talk about what happened at the uh, Thunderbirds game. So all right. Saturday night, we go to the Thunderbirds game. We played earlier in the day. They let us do like a little exhibition against the NHL to Seattle hockey group. All right. And so the guy put together a team. Awesome gear, good guys. We wound up winning that game, which was a lot of fun. We unveiled our new new jerseys, the Mighty Donks. Everything was going great. Now we're uh, watching the game. We get a text from one of our buddies who works for the T-Birds, and he says, Hello, just to let you guys know, you are now officially banned from doing any of these exhibition games before a T-Bird game. We're like, what? What did we do? Apparently, we stayed in the locker room too long and were drinking, and uh, they weren't happy about that. So we are now... So that's like step one of the night of being banned or kicked out. You guys, so like no more charity games, nothing more for the donks at that arena. We, it wasn't like a charity thing. It was just an exhibition. All yeah, right. but apparently we're, we're now 80, and I quote, we are 86th from doing exhibition games. Was he pissed? He wasn't very happy about it because he's on the team and he works for the Thunderbirds. And he for you. And it reflects poorly on him, and I understand that, but- Honestly, I didn't think we did anything bad, and if we would have known, we would have hurried up. Right. Or if we probably were told to hurry up and we just, you know, certain guys didn't share that information, but hey, that's what happens. All right, so you're in the seats. Now we're in the seats. You're having fun. You just found out you're banned. That's right. that's awkward. Yeah, so we're like, whatever. Woo! I'm still having fun. <clears throat> we uh, now go in line to get a picture with the Stanley Cup because I had it set up in... in you know, out, outside of the arena, in the arena, but outside of where the ice is, so, you know, where the concessions are. So there's a line that goes around almost the entire length of the, the arena. Damn. Obviously, because, I mean, if you're it's a hockey cup, that's historic. That's like... It's the coolest trophy in sports. 100% agree. Yeah. So we're waiting in line, waiting in line. Well, one of the members of our team, he decides, I'm done waiting in line. I'm going to go back and watch some of the game. Then we then get a text from him, and he's like, hey, guys, I just got kicked out. I'm like, why'd you get kicked out? He goes, oh, I brought a flask. And they spotted me drinking from the flask. In the seats? Yes. Jesus. So 
Now we've lost one donkey. One donkey is down. Now we continue. I mean, I've I've snuck booze in the games. I mean, it's pretty simple. Though. You just got to go to the bathroom and do it. Right. Yeah. But he got spotted. All right. Um, now, to put it in, in perspective, we were at a bar before the game, and Munson, you know, Michael Munson, and uh, he decided, I'm going to get to the arena before you guys because I need to get a picture with the cup, and I'm not leaving until I get one. I'm like, fine. Well, he t- ends up now spending the entire game alternating between crushing beers and getting back in line. Like, he got his picture with the cup like three different times. All right. And the line would take like 30, 40 minutes. So he would get in line, get a picture, go drink, get back in line. All right. Never watched any of the game. Well, we finally, around the like mid-second period, we're like, let's let's go get some pictures with the cup. Like, we, we're stupid if we don't get a picture. Maybe we could get a team picture. That would be pretty cool. All the donkeys with the Stanley Cup. Sure. So we get in line. Munson meets up with us. He gets in line with us. And the whole time, he's like, this time, man, I'm going to lift the cup. Oh, God. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. He's like, no, seriously, I'm going to lift the cup. They are really serious about that cup, too. They have two of the keepers of the cup, like two guys whose job is to travel with the Stanley Cup. They're in their suit. They got their the white, white gloves. gloves. Yeah, so like they're, they take the cup very serious. You're right. Yeah. We get finally to the point where I get my picture. J-Mac gets his picture. And, I, and we're thinking, we, the way we establish this, okay, well, Munson, when you get to the time when you're going to get a picture with the cup, we'll jump back into the spot. We'll wait on the side and get in the picture with you. So then, because we'll just kind of monopolize your time since you've already gotten pictures with the cup. It doesn't matter if you get a solo picture. He's like, all right, all right. we all are thinking that's about to happen. And then Munson gets to the Stanley Cup and puts his hand on it, which is fine. They were letting people kiss it, touch it. That's no big deal. He now tilts the cup. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. He's, he's going to do it. And then he gets his hand underneath the bottom. And starts lifting the cup off of the table. I mean, they got to freak out on him. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, both of the security guys, each one goes to a different side of his arm, which makes me think that these guys have been there before. Yeah, of course. Hockey fans, alcohol, Stanley Cup, Munson's not the first nor the last person to try something like this. They grab his arms, each one, to pull him down. Munson's got now superhero drunk strength. And powers through both of those guys' hands, gets the cup over his head, and yells, F yeah! And starts shaking the cup. They finally pull it down. And I give them credit. They didn't have to do anything. No physicality other than pulling his arms down. Get out. I was going to say, that's got to be a quick, you're out of the arena. Yes. So we follow him out. And uh, our buddies do a, a, a men's league hockey Are podcast. Are you wearing all donkeys gear, too? Yes. All right. We've all got different types of donkey shirts. Well, we had the mighty, me and Jay had, I think, Mighty Donk shirts. Munson had the regular old school donkey logo. So. All right. But still, we're like, okay, we got to leave with him. And there's only like two or three minutes left in the game anyway, so we're like, whatever. Not a big deal. We go outside. Now, our buddies are doing a podcast uh, called Beer League Talk, and, and they are playing some of this audio uncensored. They do it out of Calgary. We've done hockey tournaments with them. So we were taping stuff for them. So I'm like, oh, let's tape this interview with Munson of him lifting the cup. So I've got it. And we might have to make this our last break because of time. Yeah, let's, let's tease him. All right, so when we get back, when we get back, we'll play the, the triumphant audio. Munson. Well, triumphant. He did lift it up, but he did get kicked out. And we have no pictures. Ugh. We have a picture. One of our buddies was supposed to film it. And he, I don't think he knew how to work the, the phone. And instead of f- hitting the button thinking it was in video mode, it was in P3. 
picture mode. So he got like a picture. He got a picture before it was lifted, and then when he thought he was probably stopping it, he got the picture of the security escorting him out. Aye. Yeah, which makes it even a more awesome story. Yeah, that is better. So when we get back, we'll play the interview, uh, and uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Scott Weiland. I don't know if we'll have Eh, the time. Maybe. Maybe maybe we'll just keep it upbeat this time. Yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. It's Christmas. Yeah. Let's listen to some Stone Temple Pilots, though. (laughs) And Velvet Revolver. Oh, yeah. Good call, Steve. Yeah, baby. You are listening to the Kings of Podcasting. Oops. I said who. I mean podcasting. The mega cast will be back. Scratcher game from the state lottery that guys will absolutely love. It's the new Nut Scratcher game. Awesome! Simply buy a ticket and scratch the nuts. Walnuts, peanuts, pecans, cashews. Unveil the lucky squirrel symbol. And you're a winner! <laughs> scratch the two magic Super Bowls and double your jackpot. When I scratch, I win! You can't win if you don't play with yourself or someone else. I love playing Nut Scratcher with my boyfriend. And I love it when she plays with me. Play Nut Scratcher and win the mother load. I won! It's the third time today! The new Nut Scratcher from the State Lottery. <laughs> Sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. These guys never tricked on a hole in a paper mob, but they have tripped on mushrooms in San Francisco. <laughs> the mega cast is back. It's kind of trippy hearing this song because um, before he passed away, he was selling T-shirts at his shows that use a line from this song and it says, I'm not dead and I'm not for sale. Yeah. Yeah, this part here. So, of course, those are like selling for a high price, I think, on like eBay and places like that now. Yeah. Well, that's like always like with Alice in Chains, right? Yeah. Don't they have a song coming out like, I don't have a gun or whatever? Or no, it's Nirvana. Nirvana has that one. Right, and, and then he ends up dying by blowing his brains out. Alice in Chains has that Junkhead song, which, I mean, arguably, I know for me, it's their best song. Yeah, uh, I'm with my you. my drug of joy. It's like an anthem. Dude, I haven't heard that song in a while. Well, maybe on Friday night when we have our big slumber party, we'll listen to it. All right. Yeah, let's get dark. We've done that before where Ted and I were all messed up, and we listened to Alice in Chains' Dirt, and it was Sick Man that freaked us the F out. Ah! Ah! Yeah. Turn it off, Steve. Can't handle this anymore. All right, when we left you, Munson kicked out of the Thunderbirds game for lifting Lord Stanley's cup. All right. This is the post-interview with Munson. We go outside, and I'm like, you know what? I need to interview Michael Munson about this. Yeah. So uh, let me know at any point you want me to pause it, Ted. I'm guessing there's a lot of beeps. Yes. All right. Here we go. Michael Munson, we are now outside. Hold on, hold on. Everybody shut up for a second. We, just to paint a picture, it's myself, it's J-Mac, a couple of other donkeys found us outside as we were like freaking out about all this. And plus, we get kicked out right at the end of the game. 
So we didn't miss, well, we missed most of the game because we were trying to get a picture with the cup. But as we're outside celebrating that Munson lifted the cup, people are leaving the game celebrating that the T-Birds, or as they called them that night, the Seattle Metropolitans, because it was a Metropolitans night, won the game. All right. All right. So here we go. And I'm trying to calm everybody down so we could actually do an interview. We are now outside of the Thunderbirds game. Hey, shut up! I got it up there. Can we can we do it for the podcast? Can you guys shut up for a second? All right, Michael Munson, Jay in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. we are outside of the Seattle Thunderbirds arena because you just got kicked out for doing what? I lifted the cup. Yes, he lifted the Stanley cup. I look over. I just got my picture taken with it. I look over, and Michael Munson has, has the cup over his head. He got it before their security crew could even grab him. How do you sound so normal? Everybody else sounds completely wasted, dude. I mean, you're, you can hear the excitement in your voice, but yeah. you don't sound... No, I'm, I'm sober. Yeah, as I say, you yeah. don't sound nearly to I, that level. Well, I got Jay home. All know, right. Yeah, Jay wasn't driving, so all I picked right, so him up and dropped your... him off. Yeah, all right. yeah so, and Munson, of course, had his own ride. With his girlfriend, who was very proud of him, if you could smell the sarcasm. I still don't know how that girl does it. She's an angel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Munson just lays down the law. (laughs) Or the log. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. He's just just the man in the bedroom, and she's like, I can't quit him. (laughs) I gotta put up with all these crazy drunken antics, because he's just a stallion. Yeah. She's walking around with that big old... All right. (laughs) He has it over his head, and what did you yell? I said, yeah. Yeah! Woo! And immediately gets kicked out. And the best part about all this is you asked our friend James the Beast Putt to take a picture of it, and he didn't. Of course not. I thought, that's why I said I told all of you I should go first. He literally doesn't have a picture of it. No, no picture. So weren't they taking like official photos? I'm guessing they're not going to hook you guys up. No, they would. you would give them your cell phone, and, and they would take the picture for you. Oy. So we're hoping, because people were walking by throughout the entire night, getting up to the, as close as they can without getting in line, taking pictures of the cup. Sure. So we're fingers across somebody out there, if you know anybody that was there taking pictures, go through your phone and see if you took a picture of the cup while there was a crazy man lifting it in the air. <laughs> that was Michael Munson. All right. I'm a picture. You're right. I understand that. I get your point. And then- yeah, he was mad at us because we didn't want him to go first. I'm like, if you went first, none of us would have got gotten a picture. a picture. Right. Yeah. And he's like, I understand that. But he's too f- selfish to even think about taking a picture he of has, me doing it. He has pictures of you being kicked out. Right when, hey, right, the best thing is, right when he lifts it, security just whoosh, boom, right, right in there. No, right when, so I, what I did is I put my arm around it. And uh, I just gave it a little finger, like a little tilt, like, all right, is this secured to the table? Okay, no, it's not. All right, f- it, I'm doing it. Boom! F- yeah! So I got to tell all you listeners here. Uh, Thanks, Jay. I didn't want to f- it all time! That was Munson. Okay. Hey. Thanks, Jay, for letting us know that was Munson. Yeah. <laughs> that is impressive. He got it up. It's so awesome. Like, we were all having, we were all on an adrenaline rush. Yeah. And all he does is get kicked out of the game that is already over. Right. The game's over. People are leaving now. And, and, he, got, yeah. and he gets kicked out. That's the worst punishment he gets. Yeah. And are you kidding? Sorry for the language. Are you kidding me? That is the punishment. Get kicked out of a game that is already over. It was the greatest thing I've ever done. Greatest <laughs> thing I've ever done. That was the... I got halfway. I got halfway. And the, and the, and the handler... Yeah. 
grabbed my bicep, and I was like, power through it, Munson, and I just launched it up there. It was awesome. I could not be happier than I did. I'm shaking for you, man. Like I'm still shaking. So awesome. That was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Oh my god. And then all I did, it was two minutes left in the third period. I got kicked out. Who the. We, we can say a Tacoma donkey lifted the Stanley Cup. Oh, solid yeah, point, Steve. Boys. Right? Yeah. Now we can say that. We can put yeah. it in our bio. One of our guys hoisted the Stanley Cup over his head at a hockey arena. Yeah. yeah. I think you should just leave it that one of our players, you know, has hoisted the cup. Yeah. That way, it lets, like, most people just look at that and go, oh, man, they got an ex-pro on the team. No, we just got a drunk guy who got kicked out of a hockey game. Yeah, right? Like, underneath, like, the team photo, it's like four B league, or, uh, beer league titles. Yeah. You know, three appearances, or six consecutive appearances at this tournament or that, and then it just one member has lifted the cup. Yes. Yeah, I think you should. How great is that? That's though? pretty awesome, dude. I mean, and it's a great point by both Jay and Munson. If your only punishment is that you're getting kicked out of a game that's already over... I'm shocked that was the only punishment. I thought for sure he was going to get, like, police involved. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, they handled it like pros. They, they didn't get physical with him. They weren't jerks about it. They were just like, you got to go. All right. And then right back to taking pictures. Everybody else was getting their pictures. So it didn't, like, spoil it. And that's like also the good thing. Didn't spoil it for anybody else. So it wasn't like he was the reason why. He didn't poop in the punch bowl. Right, right. Yeah. Huh. Well, good for Munson. This Saturday, this you have Saturday? an opportunity to hang out with the Ted Smith, myself, and J-Mac, as you heard in there. Yeah. Uh, Super Fight League America uh, returns to the Emerald Queen Casino. Steve will be down. This is the first time you've come, right? It's my first uh, Super Fight League. All right. You'll like it, man. It's awesome. Uh, good fights on the card. There's a pretty high-profile chick fight, too, which is always fun. I saw that on the bill, man. I'm pumped. Yeah. And then, uh, plus, it'd just be fun for you to see. Like, I just walked down the ramp with all these ring card girls. Oh, it's a great gig. I promise I'll get a picture of nice. you hoisting the cup. Nice. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. I'm looking forward to it. Ted hosts it. Yeah, so. starts, it starts right at 7. So if you have tickets, come on down. If not, uh, there should, still should be some available. And we'll put it on the description for today's uh, Megacast uh, on the little blurb. So if you just, however you w- listen to this podcast, Read the description. There'll be a link to be able to buy tickets. Nice. So hopefully we'll see you guys on Saturday. Uh, without, Hey, I think this new studio is working out. Yeah. Got to deal with some audio issues, but I think for the most part, I like it better than the other one. Yeah. Yeah, it works great. Yes. my ankle does it. Yes. Uh, do, do you want to do the push-ups? Let's do it, Steve. We got to still do them. All right. We're going to do them because that's what we do. All right. Everybody out there, Mega Family, you can hit us up on Twitter at the Megacast on Yahoo. To make a cast at yahoo.com. Nice. That's our email. And we never got to the email of the guy who hooked up with his ex. We'll try and do that next week. Maybe. But Maybe. it'll be Christmas week. That's a good point. Who knows? All right, let's get 10. All right, man. Respect. Ted was one behind, and he got it. <laughs> See you next time. See you, Meg family. Still shake. So awesome. That was the coolest thing ever.